Welcome to the 21st episode of Conscious Awakening and we talk about, or I mean where we talk about spiritual shiz and holistic yeah. forms of healing and anything we want to talk about. And today we have Jimmy Flora. Hey guys. He is a creative director, writer, poet, and all around multi-dimensional soul. Yes, thank as, you. As we all are. As you are, yeah. Yeah, as Everybody we all are. Is. Yeah, and so we were talking and we're actually in San Francisco at mm -hmm. Dolores Park. Beautiful where, weather Where out. the fire trucks are going haywire <laughs> right now, if you can hear that. But yeah, I'm really glad that I'm doing this outside of Vegas. Mm -hmm. and Thank you just, for having me. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm, I'm excited that we got to meet up and now we're here. Yes. With the fire trucks. Yes, again. <laughs> <laughs> typical. Typical, typical yeah. San Francisco day. Yeah. But, um, so I wanted to talk about Vipassana meditation mm -hmm. because I know that you've already done two mm -hmm. Vipassana meditations. And um, I mean, I don't really know much about it. So for all who's listening, how did you get started with it? And what, what is it? What is Vipassana okay. meditation? So let me tell you. <laughs> so let me tell, <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you real quick. So Vipassana meditation, it's a meditation practice that originated in uh, Burma. It's quite close to India. Um, basically what it is, is that it's um, just seeing things as they really are. So with the meditation practice, it's you begin with anapana, which is concentration of the breath. Um, literally just focusing on your no nostrils, the air coming in, coming out, and just concentrating with the best of your ability. It sounds easy now, but when you actually sit down and put all your attention to it, it's a lot more challenging than it is, especially with the day-to-day -day lives mm -hmm. that we have. It's mm -hmm. just overwhelming at times where your mind wanders so this practice allows you to center yourself and bring it back to your core so it begins with your breath and with vipassana it's actually body scans mm. so with body scans you start from the tip of your head down to your toes and literally just trail and feel the sensations and what that does for me and the purpose is it is to um, understand equanimity so equanimous is just understanding that things have highs things have lows in life there's highs there's lows you know mm -hmm. we go through heartache we go through troubles challenges in life and there's also good times and laughter and joy mm -hmm. so with that the best way to observe it is through your personal experience and that's done through your body because your whole body is just a universe in itself mm -hmm. so when you close your eyes and do that for a whole hour you're literally just observing the micro feelings that's happening all throughout your body mm. um, and I went to a retreat beginning of the year and it's shifted my whole perspective on 2019 and I think it's like the best way to start a year yeah. off so I'm excited about it Yay! Yeah. so wait so how did you discover like the retreat that you went to the first time around. Yeah. So the, the first, first time around, around, honestly, like serendipity, it was in August 2017, and I did like this social media cleanse. Mm -hmm. I didn't go oh, on I social remember media. That for yeah, a month, right? for a month. Yeah. And I still like went on YouTube and stuff, and I randomly came across this video searching up meditation practices on someone's like reaction of getting out of a Vipassana retreat and this person just looked so like like he came out of the jungle 
Like he <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> so the video was he was in his car yeah. and he was speaking like he never spoke before, like because he we're not allowed to speak for 10 days. Mm -hmm. So it was his initial reaction of coming out of the retreats and there was like a sense of bliss, a sense of like no content. Yeah. And I was like, this looks interesting. And since that video, I just like dove into the website and to the rabbit hole. Yeah, <laughs> through the rabbit hole, literally. And mm -hmm. like signed up and didn't tell anyone and went just did it yeah just did yeah. it yeah so i think that's the best way to go into things too is mm -hmm. kind of just diving into it by yourself yeah and, and then you don't have to listen to what anyone else says like give you things like exactly. no you shouldn't do that exactly. like 10 days oh my god what are you gonna do without a phone no, yeah <laughs> honestly like it's when you're in there it's easier than it is but outside looking in it's challenging because mm -hmm. now i'm like i can't live without my phone yeah. it's like business personal everything yeah same um, I think I forgot to mention that before. So your retreat was a 10-day retreat, right? Yes. So for me, when I listened to that, or when I heard of 10-day retreat, because my friend Gabe did one, I was mm -hmm. like, do you literally like wake up, go straight into meditation, and then just sleep? Like, so what exactly goes on a day-to-day -day basis at a, okay. at a retreat, or the retreat um, that you went to? So the first time around, I came in as a student, and then the second time around, I was actually a volunteer. Oh, yeah, nice. I ended up doing like... I was the kitchen manager, mm -hmm. so I like had to manage everyone eating. Mm -hmm. and it also, I guess, side note, like taught me the importance of food and nutrition into the body, and mm -hmm. why we do need to cleanse ourselves from, you know, like toxic mm -hmm. foods and things like that. Um, but the first time around, as a student, you come in, you put your bags, you come in with all your bags, sign up. They show you to your room. Um, you're still able to speak to everyone. Uh, the first time around. Actually, I didn't have any expectations coming into it, and the schedule was actually rigorous. Like, we wake up at, I believe, 4 o'clock every day. 4 a.m.? I believe oh, it's 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. Oh, no, the first uh, meditation sitting is at 5 a.m. Mm. So, literally, you're probably meditating from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. the whole day, and you have moments of, like, silence for yourself mm -hmm. where you don't have to be in the meditation hall you're able to walk around the trails just beautiful scenery all around so um the purpose of no talking is that this retreat isn't supposed to be like a communal thing it's supposed to be for yourself mm -hmm. so when you come in your focus is literally just on who you are just focusing on your thoughts and really sitting there and observing your thinking mm -hmm. um yes yeah, so the first three days it's literally just focusing on your nostril area and after the third day you get introduced to the body scans oh. and on day seven you learn about metta which is after you do the meditation you sit for five minutes and this is my favorite part metta is just like uh, spreading and thinking positive thinking and love and light so mm. you're able to just smile and like like bliss out. Yeah, yeah, literally just yeah. bliss out. And that's like the best part is you hear like the crickets chirping at the end of the night. And mm. yeah, so that's typically like how the schedule is formatted. There's breakfast, lunch, and snack. Snack. And snack, yeah. <laughs> My favorite time, snack. Exactly. <laughs> um, but in between all of that is strict meditation. Mm. Yeah. Oh. So wait, you, you mentioned a meditation hall. Mm -hmm. Is there, is that where like you all get together in one place and then you all just meditate? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah? So the meditation hall, 
there's like a pagoda if you want to like meditate individually and then the meditation hall is where everyone comes together separated by gender so one side male one side female mm -hmm. uh, this last retreat it was probably 50 men 50 women oh wow that's huge yeah that it's huge wow. and it's just funny hindsight like looking back because everyone has their own comfort level of pillows and oh, like yeah, yeah. beanie yeah. Bean bags and stuff and chairs and I think there was one guy who literally had like I wouldn't say 20 I think that's over exaggeration <laughs> 10 maybe <laughs> yeah maybe 10 but he, he had like a mountain of pillows, pillows? and Aww. like you just kind of peek and open your eyes and he's like high on top super uh, comfortable like the princess and the peach yeah exactly. <laughs> type of stuff <laughs> Um, so wait, we should probably kind of backtrack. Oh, Maybe talk about yeah. no, no, no. Talk about like the basis of meditation, like just meditation on itself. Okay. Okay. Uh, some of my friends have asked me recently of like, oh, how do I start meditating? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I, I was like, where, where can I find meditation stuff? Mm -hmm. And I literally tell them just go to YouTube or exactly. like go to classes. Headspace app. That's always Headspace a great. Headspace app. Great I tried place it and it was okay. I don't know. I, honestly yeah it's okay i don't know <laughs> awkward i hope I, nobody yeah. from headspace but for is beginners <laughs> honestly it's like the best place to understand mindfulness and it's a great way to time yourself yeah because with meditation you can get lost like a 10 second or 10 minute sit can feel like an hour yeah oh yeah yeah so depend or it could feel like an hour can feel like five minutes mm -hmm. it, you get lost in your own sense of time and time. space yeah, yeah. Yeah, so maybe like one thing just I, I've learned there's no like right or wrong way to mm -hmm. meditate. Mm -hmm. Just because I feel like a lot of people have the misconception of like meditation is clearing your mind. Mm -hmm. But I mean, and it's not really clearing your mind, but it's just acknowledging the thoughts that are going through your head and letting them pass. Exactly. And um, I tell my people, my, my people, my friends, you're not my people, you're my friends. <laughs> I tell my friends to, <laughs> hey, friends. <laughs> to, to just really focus on your breath. Yes. Or at least that's my experience. Mm -hmm. how, do, how do you start getting into like just meditation, meditation in general? In, in, um, it's actually a great story. Mm. Um, I like stories. <laughs> so there was a moment, probably five years ago, I... I was like a heavy smoker mm -hmm. of cigarettes, literally like a pack and a half a day. And I quit, just like cold turkey. I started mm. feeling symptoms of like phlegm and like congestion and chest pains. Mm. And I told myself I need to just do cold turkey. And good idea, bad idea, because I've experienced withdrawals. Mm -hmm. So after I quit smoking cigarettes for a whole month, I had like insomnia. I couldn't sleep. It was to the point where I would wake up and be delusional. Like I would be stopped at a stop sign and it looked like the road was moving. It was, I would get like 30 minutes of sleep every night. Oh wow. Yeah, so because of that, it introduced me to stretching uh, before I go to sleep. And from the stretching, I learned just simple breathing techniques, just like three seconds in, three seconds out. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even know that was meditation at first until I dove deeper. And I think, uh, just to clarify, there's a difference between meditation and mindfulness. Because mm. mindfulness is a bit of that same sense of like being aware of yourself, being aware of your breath. Uh, meditation is 
that feeling I would say like sense of timelessness mm -hmm. like you just get lost in no thought mm -hmm. like you could get lost in no thought with photography like you're just going out taking pictures it, yeah, yeah. Um, so to clarify like meditation doesn't have to be about the breath it's just that state of presence and yeah. awareness like being in the now yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah, and meditation is different for everyone. Exactly. I mean, exactly. Some people find meditation in knitting, or, mm -hmm. or like people meditate while washing dishes. Yeah, yeah. It does. It just all that depends is pretty on meditative. You. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I am bad with washing dishes, <laughs> but, oh no. but I'm trying to. I'm getting better at it. Right. <laughs> Dishwasher. That's. But that's, that's a lot of good. water. I'm like trying. You actually to get... waste more water washing dishes. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh. I, heard, I don't know the actual statistic. You could look it. You could look it up oh, on Google, okay. but <laughs> yeah. Well, I just know that for laundry, like a washer dryer, that uses a lot of water. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I thought like a dishwasher would use a butt ton of water too. But never mind. Yeah. Our dishwasher is broken anyway. You can fact check <laughs> no, us. Or you can fact check it. <laughs> just don't quote anything from that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's how I got into meditation. Is like quitting smoking and trying to figure out a way to oh my gosh why is my gopro keep turning off getting back into the breath <laughs> i mean it's still recording on the audio okay okay. for all the audio people i'm sorry my gopro is being poopy <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> it's all good you know what what's technology without any difficulties right it's like life what it's is life, life yeah what is life <laughs> we can learn lessons in everything mm -hmm. um so you released a book yes. called The Unreality of Time. Mm -hmm. Well, you actually, that's your second book, right? The second book. Second book. But the first one was like a trial run. It was a trial run. Yeah, <laughs> this one I feel was more of like the passion project. Uh, the first book was called Softcore. Um, technically, or Softcore was about how we all have this hard exterior. Mm -hmm. Through life, we just go through troubles and struggles that kind of harden us and because of this breakup that I had it was an eight-year relationship that ended um that's where all the poetry sprouted from mm. and because of softcore it allowed me to be more vulnerable mm -hmm. and just to put it out there and with my second book The Unreality of Time it's actually a three-part autobiography and I take poems from 2006 to 2018 so it's a oh wow collection. So 12 year yeah. collection yeah. oh i didn't know that so it's poems from when i was like in high school oh yes like Those depressed. the best ones yeah <laughs> <laughs> that teenage angst life. exactly <laughs> i wish i was a high schooler again yeah experiencing that angst but um did, did that also step like were you kind of aware of the spiritual side of you when you did start writing on reality of time or is that just something that flowed from you and just you wrote it on paper um, I would say yes and no. Like how you do uh, auto journaling. Mm -hmm. um, in seventh grade, shout out to Miss Chandler. Aww. Um, she actually introduced me to like free writing where mm -hmm. the first 10 minutes of our class, she would like tell us not to, to just keep writing and not stop. stop yeah. Just whatever you write, even if your hand hurts, mm -hmm. she'll tell us to keep writing. Mm -hmm. So that's how I started getting into poetry was just free flow thought. and. Uh, the spiritual side is that, yes, I think I think growing up Filipino, my parents were always ingraining some sort of spirituality, like mm -hmm. Catholicism and mm -hmm. stuff like that. I was actually confirmed when I lived in Japan. 
Are you familiar with like confirmation and like the precepts? Uh, I for like, I forgot. <laughs> I don't know all the details, but I know you have to go through like baptism, yeah. Eucharist, and yeah, yeah, yeah. when you're like an adult or a teen, you go through confirmation. I feel like I did that, but I just for block it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I had some sense of spirituality. Yeah. Um, it's actually pretty cool because um, I lived in Japan when I was like 12 to 15. Mm -hmm. And that's when I went through confirmation courses. And we had a like a final retreat during spring break of 2003. And it was actually at Kampukita. It's one of the nunneries i think that's the word <laughs> nunneries where all the nuns where all the nuns are, are. Yeah, yeah yeah and there's a statue of mother mary that cried blood so that's like it's a pilgrimage site where many people come and visit so that's where i had my confirmation retreat mm -hmm. and i guess also looking back at it there's like this beautiful trail that we walk and we're supposed to walk there in silence and i guess that was my first experience of not talking and being at this meditative spiritual state mm -hmm. yeah so yeah i think at a young age i was very in tuned because of mm -hmm. these experiences and i like spilled that out in poetry mm -hmm. yeah that's how you released it all to the mm -hmm. world so yay. yay poetry yeah you can you can check out his book <laughs> here's a plug check out his book oh, yes. it's on amazon or on his website yeah we, we'll, we'll talk about we'll all talk that at the end and... where you can find all that stuff mm -hmm. but um there is one other thing we wanted to talk about, and I totally slipped oh, my mind. Yeah, it totally slipped my mind. But it'll come back. <laughs> it'll come back. Um, I could talk more about the unreality of time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, unreality of time, it's a three-part autobiography. It's just my thoughts, existential thoughts on that I write in my journal that I put into poetry. There's poems that I took when I was tripping on acid. Mm -hmm. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, and documenting like the breakup or post pre-breakup going into what happens afterwards and finding out who I am and kind of rediscovering myself and part three is me falling forgiving myself falling mm. in love with myself and falling in love again and basically the book is about love mm -hmm. and how we love we can't really love someone else until we love ourselves first mm -hmm. and obviously it sounds cliche yeah but preach it yes <laughs> it really is right um you can't really love yourself until i mean you can't love someone else until you love yourself mm -hmm. and i think growing up we're consumed with we're consuming media that like romanticizes love and we want that to be like this picture perfect thing mm -hmm. or it's portraying love as loving someone through all the toxicity and through mm -hmm. all this thing and it gives you like these expectations of yeah what love should exactly be, but it's not <laughs> it's really to each their own yeah. i've seen so many different relationships work out and they're mm -hmm. like oh i guess if it works for them it works yeah. for them yeah I shouldn't, I shouldn't have said it's not, but I'm from, <laughs> from what I've learned and through all the relationships that I've gone through, I'm like, yeah, stuff in the movies are not what are for me mm -hmm. or like how that has worked, that hasn't worked for me. Exactly. 
like 500 days of summer <laughs> oh i love yeah. that movie though <laughs> it's one of my favorite movies i'm like i want that but then you don't <laughs> yeah but then you don't and then you're like there's a deeper meaning to this exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah but um I actually didn't know it was a three-part autobiography. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. So I just check really it wanted out. to support Part you. One, two, so I bought Thank his you. book. Thank you. I appreciate so, yeah. it. It's on, it's actually on a stand on my shelf. So um, it's actually it looks pretty dope. It's like around my crystals. Thank you. So, yeah. Um, and my friend walked into my room and she was like, "This book looks really familiar. Like I've seen it before on like my Instagram posts." Yeah. And she's like, "Oh yeah, now I remember." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "It's my friend. I don't think he's marketing it that no. much," but. It's honestly just a form of expression that I needed to come out. It was, yeah. I think after that um, oral reading, that oh, was yes. like, honestly, the reason why I was like, I need to do this book because mm -hmm. there was like some creative force that, was that like needed a confirmation. to come out. Yeah, so thank you for taking me to that, Yay. by the way. You know, I'm so glad that you and Justin went because I was like, uh -huh. I didn't know what to expect because it was my first time too. So it, I think it really hit us all deep. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I left there like, whoa. Yeah. What did I just go into? Do you want to talk about like your reading? If by uh -huh, yes. do you want do you um, want to talk about it by any chance? <laughs> like, what helps spark it? What spark your book? So th with the reading, I'm trying to remember when was this? It was in August. I'm like backtracking. Mm -hmm. It was in August. You invited me. I was visiting Vegas, mm -hmm. and you invited me and Justin to go to an oral reading. We were like super late because we were rushing. Mm -hmm. uh, came in, she took our photos, and as we were discussing it, mine was literally, I think, purple around my head and red. Mm -hmm. It was like a blockage. Same. It was yeah, same for me yeah. too, yeah. And she, I forget her name. Renee. Renee, yeah. she said that um, there's like a, a blockage, like a creative energy that needed to come out i i remember the first thing she asked you said what's stopping you yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh yeah you sent me the audio yeah okay. I, I record them low key <laughs> oh i have a good memory uh yeah so she said what's stopping you and literally like so with the first book softcore i felt like that those poems in there was it wasn't like a full expression it felt like a blockage i obviously didn't know what i was doing looking back at it now but after the reading I was like oh wow I really need to just be poetic and express this and just that was a confirmation to me that let me go out and just collect all the poetry because with um, poems and things like that I guess I'm very tedious and when it comes to like the sequential order of poems mm -hmm. like which you're poems essentially go showing first your journey exactly yeah. Like how the poems are sequenced, like part one, two, and three, it was, just, it's honestly like a mishmash. <laughs> and I had to sit there and like individually figure out what goes after what and mm -hmm. things like that. So um, just the timing of after the, the photo, or reading. Re photo reading, I was able to sit down and like plan it out in one month. Mm. Yeah. Wow, one month. Wow. Yes. Yeah. I, I can't stress enough how much I love the aura photo reading because mm -hmm. One, Renee's awesome. Um, two, it's really hard to physic, um, like, I, I can't think of the word. I want to say physical lie, <laughs> but that's totally not the word. But just put, put spirituality in a physical sense. Mm, mm -hmm. And so I, th I feel like I mentioned this before, since I'm a visual person, I like seeing things. Exactly. I like touching things. Mm -hmm. 
And so a photo was something that, an aura photo was something I could do with that. But with the combination of Renee explaining your aura photo and just having that aura photo in your hands, it's like a confirmation of where you need to go, or like what you need to really focus on for yourself mm-hmm. to move, like thrust yourself forward and be even better. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, can't stress that enough. <laughs> Do an aura reading. Do an aura reading, aura photo reading with yeah. Renee. If it really feels like it resonates with you, and um, I know she's based in Vegas, but there's aura photo readers out there. Yeah, yeah. There's some in San Francisco. I know there's some in Detroit, and there's some in LA. Just honestly, Google Google that shiz and be like aura photo reading, and then your mm-hmm. city, and. It was very insightful for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even if I think you're skeptical on those type of things, at the end of it, it's still insightful because of on top of the reading, on top of everything that she adds on, it creates a meaning for you, mm-hmm. regardless of whether you're you believe in those things or however that mm-hmm. works. You know. I mean, and, and you do have if you do have a skepticism about that. I mean, that's totally okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but. If you just feel like this is something you should do or like just check out even if you may not like fully believe it just just go with it try it out and see whatever that reader has for you because everyone reads differently but i just love renee because she's just very intuitive and she just brings it in and mm-hmm. somebody asked her like how do you just know and she's like i don't know i just know yeah. <laughs> that's the intuition she like, she like yes. laid down in the chair and she's like honestly i don't know it just flows through like one time she talked about somebody having a thyroid problem and she that, that person did not talk about mm. a thyroid problem beforehand mm-hmm. so she was like what the hell how'd you know that i have a thyroid problem wow. but yeah at the same time, don't have any expectations and just go in there just with an open mind. You never yeah. know if you don't go. Yeah, you never know you don't go. You never shine if you don't glow. Oh, oh I love that. Hey oh my now, god. You're oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was lyrics. I was like, oh wow, I really like that quote. <laughs> uh, oh, man, my foot's starting to sleep and uh, it's starting to drizzle a little bit in Dolores Park. Mm-hmm. It is great. And. Um, See, like, it's just a conversation. I know, I'm like, uh... (laughs) You're like, I need some notes to write down, and honestly... I blanked out. (laughs) No, you didn't. You're doing amazing, and I really do appreciate the time that you're taking to... to, ...to come and do this, and can I take your tote bag and (laughs) put this over my career? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Because I was like, It's starting "Um, to drizzle. um, It's starting to drizzle. I appreciate you. Like, I, like, I think I tell you this every time we end up having a conversation is that (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate that you are creating these contents contents this content of like we're at a time where we really need to come together and Mm -hmm. you're you're documenting it you're getting getting different people to, to speak about their experiences and their spiritual journey and I think the time that we live in now is so beautiful oh yeah I feel like not just spiritual but we're living in a renaissance period where we're able to be creative we're able to be artful and whatever means possible like i know so many people who are i do this but i'm slash artist or yeah. i'm artist slash this there's so many people that are out here like thriving mm-hmm. and it's just amazing that you're compiling everyone putting them together and mm-hmm. I love to vision 10 years from now, looking back 
on your like thousandth episode or something oh, like I that? know I'm like when I started this my first episode I, I told myself oh I'm gonna look back and I'm gonna be like oh look at all the likes and ums and weird pauses <laughs> that I used to have and it's, it's just cool to see that documentation and mm -hmm. it's like just for anything photos you look go back in your middle school years yes. and you're like whoa what did i i used to be like that yeah, look exactly. at me now exactly. <laughs> that's that song look at me now who mm -hmm. <laughs> i was trying to do a little of a possum right there and scan my leg that was falling asleep exactly. you know those that's like skill. those thousand needles of pain i was just oh, yeah. staring in your eyes and be like it's okay <laughs> my leg is okay <laughs> But yeah, that's that's like an example. That's like an example, right? Of a possum meditation. It is a if, so, if like your foot is numb or your leg is numb, just kind of sit still and 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 kind of study it. Yeah, yeah, observe it, and you'll find that it won't hurt. No. Like it's just it's just happening. It's just flowing through you. That's what's happening right now. Like that's I can life. feel the thousand needles of pain in my leg right now, yes. but it doesn't hurt. Mm -hmm. And what's beautiful about vipassana is that. It teaches you impermanence, that mm. things come and go, that not everything is forever. Like the pain needle feeling that you're feeling, yeah. it'll go away. Yeah. So that's life, life in your whole body experiencing like, I just am always mind blown that what's happening out there in the microcosms is literally happening within, within us. Yeah. yeah. You know and that Alina Baraz song? What's up? The universe, the universe oh, yeah. is society. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, yes, I love this song so yes. much. <laughs> Even with musical artists, like musicians, and everyone's always connecting to spirituality in a sense. Like, mm -hmm. Even when they don't know it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's there, like, you can't hide from it. Yeah. Like, it's, it's part of you, mind, body, and soul. Exactly. And that's why I just want to help people become more aware of their spiritual side mm -hmm. um, sometimes externals are like oh no that's taboo or like no that's bad stuff but don't listen what the outside world has to tell you just listen to what's inside of you yes the <laughs> intuition yeah I think in the digital age we're always so used to googling like I challenge everyone to like, not use guilty, Google. I'm guilty of Google. Like don't use Google and literally just sit there in a dark space and concentrate on the answer because you really have the answer for yourself. Mm -hmm. Not like, I guess, not questions that are factual or that have like statistics and things like that, but yeah. intuitive answers that you can really just rely a, on yourself. Yeah, just the knowingness of like what is right for you mm -hmm. at that moment. Exactly. And that's, actually, that's a good question because you wanted you were asking me yesterday like what shadow work is yeah yeah and so from my googles <laughs> i haven't really meditated on it yet but from what i what i've learned so far it's literally been like a week since i really stumbled upon the term and have dived into it mm -hmm. but shadow work is th the work that you do to um go into the parts that make you uncomfortable mm. which is pretty much reiterating my video from <laughs> yesterday but like for example for uh maybe it's like a slight a small example is like when i get annoyed after somebody does a certain thing mm. like why I, so i go in and i'm like why am i like why do i get annoyed and you just it's a lot of questioning yeah, yeah. and it's rather than just like uh being aware of it and just like having it repeat you mm -hmm. take the time to really process it and understand why you were like 
why you're the way you are for that particular moment. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? I don't know. It does make sense. <laughs> I think it does make sense. But just it's essentially like, it's the dark sides of you that um, bring up lower vibrations. Yes. And okay. being aware of what triggers you to bring those mm -hmm. lower vibrations up. It's like that That's sense you. of awareness that you're not just always going to be good. You're not always going to be like there's traits of you. Have you seen Us by Jordan Peele? No, like I haven't yet. Everyone keeps talking about it. I need to go see it. When you said shadow side, I was like, oh, wow. that's. Wait, is that really what they talk about? Um, I think, yes. Yeah. Yeah? Like oh, everyone wow. has a dark side in our um, worst enemies ourselves at times. Mm -hmm. But it, there's like different interpretations on what Ooh, the Ooh, I just got an interpretation. So this is <laughs> just, <laughs> just a little download. <laughs> so the shadow side, I mean, essentially we're all light beings. Mm -hmm. But... When we're, when the light shows on us, we do have like this little trail. Mm. And essentially, you want to clear that trail as much as mm. possible. And it lingers because you can't, you know, you, when a shadow hits you, you can't get rid of it. Yes. And um, essentially, this is what I'm downloading, but when the light is shining, like the external light shines on you, you have to be a light that shines eventually when you're like super enlightened mm. you know, and mm. just awakened you become the light that's so bright that there is no other light that can shine on you to cast a shadow oh i see boom oh, download i just got a download right now <laughs> and <laughs> you know so there's like a light source that we're talking about yeah, yeah. i'm just like trying to imagine this right now and let's say the light source is like in front of you there's always like a sense of a shadow behind you but mm -hmm. if your light source is here and i'm thinking in terms of like chakra and you know like the portals of energy mm -hmm. comes from like our crown chakra mm -hmm. so if the light source is right above us there's literally no shadow yeah there, there's no shadow because it's shining right down on us yeah so i don't know downloaded somehow <laughs> yay download <laughs> yes it's so funny that um we're now using terms like the digital terms when mm -hmm. we're talking about things that are natural or, or should be organic or intuitive to us like mm -hmm. we're, we've just have adapted those terminologies mm -hmm. that were kind of like digital beings like binary and things mm -hmm. like that so just interesting there's just a lot of stuff we don't know and that's one thing i do know that's one thing you do know is but that I, we don't know there's a lot of stuff <laughs> we don't know but there's also a lot of stuff that we do know mm -hmm. and you know i just gotta peel the layers off to find it inside you yeah because we're yes. all onions yes. <laughs> essentially <laughs> if you want Do you mind if I recite a poem? Yeah, of course. Oh my god, okay. please. <clears throat> and suddenly he awoke in the midst of being awake. He could feel the brisk airbrush against his skin, the song calm of palm trees in the wind. He could feel his presence and the very essence of everything else. Ooh, give me chills. <laughs> With, okay, just gotta breathe because <laughs> that just gave me chills. <laughs> presence. Um, I just realized I didn't plug in my GoPro, so I'm going to do that. But, um, is there any, any other downloads? Any other? <laughs> hold, hold on. <laughs> there's, a, there's a big file. <laughs> there's a big file. It's taken a while, you right. know. It's a good thing we don't have DSL anymore. <laughs> exactly. You got it. Have you heard about that 5G, um, by the way? The whole 5G happenings? What um, 5G? So oh, the... Like, you know how we have 4G? Mm -hmm. Apparently, there's supposed to be 5G, and it's um, tapping into different dimensions to 
essentially give us faster speed and I'm just like what what yeah I don't know it's like something I've just learned about and haven't really dived in yet um if you're listening to this and have any corrections to me for me please let me know oh man my foot's asleep again <laughs> 5g from a different dimension mm-hmm I I can't even comprehend that right now yeah I'm but still... at the same time I'm just like how are we getting this internet now like where is it like the waves satellite waves are all bouncing. I think, yeah, I think it's satellite waves yeah. bouncing. I'm obviously a very scientific and technological person. <laughs> <laughs> this is me showing the, uh, this is me showing my humility when it comes to this stuff. <laughs> I think I've seen this, um, Can't move right the now. way that technology, or I don't know if it's telephones, but it's actually underground. The waves that are, I think, I don't know if it's telephone or internet, but it's literally underground. I'll find it and I'll send it to you. That would be cool like to visual. talk to somebody that is in the internet industry. I don't know how to call it. The Tech internet industry. In, the what? Tech industry. Tech industry, and who is also very like spiritually aware about themselves and mm. kind of find the the connection between the two. Because... Essentially, in a perfect world, there's a balance between science, spirit and science. Yes. And we're getting there. Yeah. Slowly but surely. I think the more that we learn, we figure out that it's actually all... It's all one. Yeah, it's all It's all one. Um, are you aware of... Um, oh my gosh, what's that? Like Atlantia? Or At Atlantis, I mean, and Lemuria? Have you ever heard of... Um, what was the second word? Lemuria. What's that one? So Lemuria is the um, the civilization after Atlantis. So you're aware of Atlantis, mm, the, mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. city that got buried underwater. Um, so Lemuria is also the ancient civilization where... Oh, wait, sorry. It was Lemuria first and then Atlantis. And Lemuria was like the civilization just full of love and light. And then Atlantis came and then they started to create technology. And then that's when all like the mm. more corrupt stuff happened, and that's why Source was like, "This is too much." That's why like, they kind of buried it underwater because oh, there I was see, so I much see. like that technology was too much, yeah. and and um, kind of brought the darker side out of people. Mm. And so, yeah, I think I've seen something like this on Spirit Science. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me talk about it on Spirit Science. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's random, random fact. What time is it, by the way? I oh, it's 11.30. Justin already left. He oh, just said, left? we're going to have a good time. Get my autograph from her. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Justin. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know how long the this has been going since my GoPro kind of... Oh, it went out of No, I mean, it's still it's going, but... Oh. Have you heard of this thing of... It's not flat Earth, but that the Earth is hollow. Hollow? This is more of like a conspiracy. Oh no, Cons I have not heard of this before. Um, but to me, the, it kind of makes sense. So they say that they, as in, you know, conspiracy theory and theorists. Theory yeah. <laughs> um, the earth is hollow and that at the points of the North and South Pole, it's actually entry points inside. And the science behind it is that when you look at when things rotate, say like a hurricane 
there's always like an eye of a hurricane. Mm-hmm. And in, the earth isn't actually a sphere. It's more of a... Like old, an oblong? Yeah, like a cotton candy mm-hmm. being pulled. Mm-hmm. So just a random... Just a random thought? Random thought. <laughs> the earth is hollow. Uh, I gotta look into that more. I'm not... I don't, I don't like... I like listening to these stories, yeah. but I don't... There's no, I, like, concrete. Yeah, there's no concrete. I don't shut it down and be like, ah, oh, that's definitely not yeah, true. Cause, yeah. I mean, I want to be as open as possible because there are so many things out there that are still unexplainable. Yes. And, yeah, just whatever feels right for you. But at the same time, it's, like, one of those things where, like, that's not really a point of focus for me mm. to, to, to really digest and really sit in, inside. Like, what me. is that really going to do for me type yeah, of Yeah, like, is that, is that going to help me grow as a person? Yeah. I'm like, sure, thanks. Like, I'm, I I love that I'm grateful for Mother Earth that she's here, but yeah. and I was just always that type of person mm. who was like, uh, I have a question for you. Ooh, ooh. Do you feel like you're from this Earth, or do you um, feel out of this? Oh, I'm not from this Earth. Mm. Well, I've, if you believe in past lives, I have a ton of past lives Mm, mm. and um the energy clearing that i did my um uh, i don't know what to call her but my friend she was like yeah i actually saw you as um a wizard from some ancient civilization and then i also saw your ancestors from your native american past life i was like cool i was a native american in a past life but yeah uh from what i've hi doggy from what I'm aware, uh, I've had past lives in all the way to Lemuria, like mm, the first civilization. Mm. And um, I've also had a past life in Japan, which is why I resonate with Incredible. Japanese people a lot, or just a Japanese culture yeah. in general. And um, yeah, it's just, an, it's just very interesting. I, it is I interesting. Because essentially, um, when I was talking about in one of my episodes, how I don't fear the concept of death mm-hmm. I fear the physicality of death because mm. um, I I believe that we just our our soul and our and our mind and ego and consciousness goes into another shell essentially yes. so we're vessels we're vessels yeah. we're meat sacks yeah, meat <laughs> so sacks. I just like saying <laughs> meat sacks um, but yeah that's just a it's just something I've learned and mm. do you feel like you're not from this I actually earth? feel like I'm from this earth. You like, are? From this planet. Yeah, I care. Like, i feeling a sense of care to be around nature mm-hmm. and, like, an attunement to the soil and taking off my socks and really mm-hmm. feeling the bare sand on my feet. Mm-hmm. Even, like, um, have you heard of sun gazing? Oh, yeah. I I've love, done it a couple times. <laughs> yeah, to me, like, I'm like, this makes so much sense. Did mm-hmm. you know that vitamin D isn't even a vitamin? Wait, what do you... What do you mean? What is it then? <laughs> it's a hormone. Oh. And our body is literally like reacting to the sun on like this hormonal level. Level. Yeah. Where I used to think that vitamin D was a vitamin mm-hmm. until I, I took a class and I was like, what? Yeah, you're like, well, Are we like these like beings? So what are we putting in in our body when we're taking a vitamin D <laughs> vitamin? Hormones. Oh, we're taking Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Wow. What are you doing Learn to more us? About uh, what, pharmaceutical yeah, exactly. <laughs> but with sun gazing and of course like uh, we get vitamin D from the sun. Mm-hmm. And I'm like how awesome is that that our body's responding to like this spherical source of light mm-hmm. from like trillions of miles away. And when you sun gaze it's like the perfect time to literally just stand there and like sulk it all in. Mm-hmm. Like it's 
food for our body mm -hmm. like from a light well there, there, there are people yeah. out there who don't eat food at all and all they do is stare at the sun and that's how they get energy and i'm just oh, like really? that's freaking wild yeah there are my it's friend like told me that i forgot who human plants yeah essentially yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the, that person doesn't eat anything like orally oh, at wow, least wow. it eats the sun <laughs> the sun's energy I, don't know if I would try that maybe when i'm like older yeah that's when you reach like ultimate alignment. Yes. <laughs> but honest, there's no like end goal when it comes to alignment. You're always mm -hmm. learning every day. And, exactly. And because there's just so much information out there that do we don't know, I mean, it never ends. Yeah. So, yeah. So that means you're an elemental. Oh, what yeah. does that mean? So there's two, these are labels, but there are two <laughs> um, essentially sources that we come from we're elemental so we're actually from this earth or mm, mm. we're galactic mm. which is what i what i resonate with a lot mm. so that's why i really love like staring at the moon staring at the stars mm -hmm. and just laying in the grass and just looking up yeah, and being yeah. like oh hi babes <laughs> <laughs> the moon you're so beautiful uh, um but yeah the you were saying when you really like being in the soil mm -hmm. and being around in nature that's um somebody who's Elemental. Are you, do you consider yourself very grounded for the most part? I feel that I'm both. You're both. Yeah. But I mean, you, like, like, I mean essentially we're all both, yeah, so yeah, we can yeah, connect yeah, yeah. all. But oh, true. For the most part, do you find yourself like, you don't rash, like, lash out a lot emotionally? Or oh, you just no. kind of like sit down and do I'm pretty zen. Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. So, you're, so yeah, you're relatively grounded. Yeah, so. They're like just some characteristics. Mm. Um, yeah, you just like to get in the dirt and you just literally want to hug trees. Well, I don't know saying that you like to do that, but yeah. usually... Have you hugged a tree before? Maybe no, today will be the first No, maybe I'll hug day. a tree. <laughs> <laughs> There's some beautiful trees <laughs> behind us, so I'm probably going to hug a tree today. Um, but actually, I've, I'm learning that I'm from both, mm. but I resonate with this um, galaxy more because most of my past lives are from mm. up there mm. and yeah I go I go way, way back. back I go way back we all go way back yeah. I've met some new souls though new souls yeah beautiful experience mm -hmm. when you like you're like oh they're like fresh babies <laughs> like literally just you could tell there's like a energy vibe that you get and you're mm -hmm. like this is literally their first time on the earth oh really yeah. oh i haven't met anyone like that new souls yeah oh. i never met any souls I mean, i've only been really interacting with older souls mm. but still just a label <laughs> yeah yeah they're all just labels hi doggy hi. hello guest appearance right <laughs> <laughs> oh i love it do you connect with animals i do yeah uh so my dog just passed away Aww. two weeks ago. Rest in peace. His name was Meaty Boo. Meaty was, Boo? Yeah, oh, he's so cute. He's named after Lil Wayne. Oh my gosh. Verse. But yeah, I connect with animals. Mm -hmm. I feel after he passed away, I felt very connected to my other two dogs. Mm -hmm. And even when you look into their eyes, you can sense consciousness. And sometimes with other dogs, you could sense like, is, this, is there a soul in there? Is there yeah, like yeah. a conscious like, a past life in their being too it's interesting you Do should you? Uh, oh yeah I, I resonate with cats a lot though mm. i mean i love all animals mm -hmm. um i've actually noticed myself whenever like there's a fly or a mosquito i don't kill it i just oh, le i just let it capture it and then let it yeah. go outside i'm like you're not supposed to be in here but i don't want to kill you because you're here for a reason mm -hmm. um i do that with spiders 
Oh yeah. I put them in a cup and I shake it so they get dizzy and then <laughs> get dizzy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just like any anything like that, like cockroaches, anything that you, most people find gross or just mm. scary. I just found myself to have that compassion of like, no, they're mm. they're living souls too. And so, yeah, I resonate with cats a lot. And um, do you have a cat? No, but oh. I feel like this year I will gonna I'm gonna mm. get a cat. I just feel it. <laughs> but um, I forgot where I was going with that. Animals. Oh, animals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say take notice to see if like if you're ever meditating or anything. Notice if anything like twitches or touches. Mm -hmm. Because um, when I went to my friend's house, um, she's my She was the guest on episode two. She was the one who does uh, emotion code. I was doing emotion code and I felt something like kept twitching here mm. and I was like I can't tell if that's like something there like uh, an emotion there or mm -hmm. she's like oh it's probably my dog and she asked her pendulum she's like yeah it's my dog because mm. I've been there twice and there was always something like twitching around yeah, here yeah. and so yeah maybe just like take note that's your soul or your dog spirit uh, just like saying hi yeah <laughs> I definitely believe that I feel mm -hmm. like with my dog I see him now as like this guardian angel dog and just always around and watching over me mm -hmm. and protective so that's so interesting because i know only from social media i know two other people whose cats just recently passed away too mm -hmm. r.i.p yeah r.i.p they're so cute even though i didn't get to meet them but i there's like that's just one example of a big shift that could happen for you because mm. that i'm assuming that was a really big shift for you yeah. when he passed away but just stuff everyone's going through their own things at the same time they're going we're all going through the same thing yeah. <laughs> yeah do you know the word sonder i've heard that word before i feel like that's one of david's tracks david cuff oh I, yeah i think so I, I think, there's like, also artists named sonder oh maybe that too just yeah, never yeah. mind but maybe i don't i'll go look at david david soundcloud later <laughs> <laughs> shout out david cuff yay david cuff um but sonder is basically just that like the I think it's the knowing that everyone is going through just a complex and interesting life as you like everyone has their own complexities and living through their own challenges so mm -hmm. that's the word that describes that oh cool yeah i gotta look that up more. Yeah. <laughs> google <laughs> not gonna google it google. make your own I'm definition just, yeah i'll make my own <laughs> definition yeah i was always the type of person who Google's, oh, hi, doggy. Hi. hi. This is not a... Speaking of dogs. Hi. Do you want to... Okay. Oh. All right. He knew. He's like, oh, they're doing something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I used to find myself always uh, Googling definitions of words because I didn't really... Mm, same. I still do that today. Yeah. I just screenshot it. Yeah. Save it. Oh, I know. <laughs> My friend is very... His, his vocabulary... He has a... What's the word? Extensive? Yeah, he has a very extensive vocabulary, and so every time he says a new word, I'm just like, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. <laughs> <And I'm laughs> just like, nod. but thank you, thank you for the lessons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this dog is so cute. Aww. I think words are awesome, yet they're restricting us. Mm -hmm. Like, they. You could put a word or meaning onto something, and it defines it it's been labeled now yeah it's been labeled but it's like a it's like a pokeball and you've captured that <laughs> word and now it's like defined mm -hmm. but sometimes it's beautiful to just leave it 
unnamed. Yeah, because yeah. in that way, it's um, it's a it's a form of kind of showing. Oh my gosh, I like totally blanked out. It's, okay. <laughs> it's a way of effectively communicating that what that thing is to another person. Mm, yeah, yeah. But um, I I grew up always asking myself. Why is a tree not called a toilet? Why is a toilet not called yes. a tree? <laughs> just like, Those are who the best creates? questions to ask. <laughs> I know, yeah. I'm just like, who creates that? Hey, buddy, do you want to come into the podcast? No? Okay. Aww. Aww. <laughs> so cute. Okay, we're going to get just really distracted. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> but yeah, I always thought that... I think that was the very first thing that I realized about myself, of that my inquisitiveness towards life mm-hmm. and like why the things are are the way they are and i'm very interested if anyone else has ever had those questions to themselves <laughs> exactly I have you have you ever questioned that like why things are labeled the way they are <laughs> i just think or when i was a kid i used to ask like why do they why mm-hmm. it was i was always you're always asking a white person why, yeah and my mom being filipino would always just like try and stop me from you asking questions yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm like how come you don't want to answer these questions mm-hmm. but yeah i feel like growing up we have to continue asking questions being inquisitive and sometimes we need to write the we need to ask the right questions because if we don't we'll end up in a loop or we'll end up down the wrong trail mm-hmm where we're like, why am I even looking this up right now? Why? <laughs> rabbit hole. Yeah, rabbit hole. <laughs> where am I going with this? Yeah. And, but at the same time, it's like, it feels like it could be a wrong path, mm. but you're right where you need to be. Mm. Oh so, yeah, yeah. That was my, uh, my yeah. video last week. <laughs> <laughs> you're right where you're supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, you're right where you're supposed to be. Because I think about that too, of like, oh, if I go down this path, is it wrong for me? But it's not wrong. Mm-hmm. It's just what I'm supposed to go through yeah. so I can learn those lessons and then just keep going with life. You know, oh yeah, it's like a lily pad. We're like frogs mm-hmm. and there's not like one trail. We're just frogs hopping on different lily pads Aww. to like different destinations. I want to see that. I want to see a frog hopping on the <laughs> <pads>. <laughs> I mean, I can envision vision it. Um, are you a visual person? Like, can you see really well in your... Oh you, yeah, yeah. Really? I feel I like think, I struggle Have you that. ever tried um, speaking to your, I forget what, um, I did like this guided. Oh, like talking to your spirit guide? Medi- I think so. But my spirit guides was my two grandpas that passed away. Mm-hmm. But they were in the form of, one was a phoenix and one was a peacock. Oh, sick. Yeah. Oh, and those are very powerful birds. Is a peacock powerful? Uh, just symbolically. Just just symbolically. (laughs) (laughs) I visualize like a peacock in a fight right now in my head. And I was like, wait. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, wait a second. Yeah, very regal. But yeah, have you tried one of those? Like a guided? Yeah, I have. But um, I tried that when I first started my spiritual journey. And I Mm. haven't done it recently. Mm -hmm. So I'll do it recently and see how it is. Because I think actually... I did do a meditation in a class setting where you talk to your spirit guides and just for me personally, I am just somebody that learns more in conversation. Mm. Like I don't have to see that. Yeah, yeah. And because when I did my shamanic or a shamanic journey, 
whoever I was talking about, we were just talking. And, like, I couldn't really see them. But the message still got it across. Mm -hmm. So that's just, I guess that's just how I, Yeah. like, know and and process my messages. But it would be cool to see. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And um, that's something I'm, like, manifesting this year to become a more visual person. Because essentially we all have those gifts, like, clairaudience. Clairvoyance, claircognizance. I know uh, one of the exercises that you could do to like strengthen that is to imagine an apple and kind of like if you're working on what is that? You're like design. No, did I? (laughs) Uh. (laughs) You're all just blanking out. When you close your eyes, you're imagining. Your, for me, like, like a, your like, artwork. Yeah, your artwork or Photoshop, and you're like looking at the apple in 3D mm-hmm. and it's rotating. So you do that every day and kind of expand and like do different mm. parts of the apple. Mm. But that, I, I don't know where I got that from. I think from Tony Robbins. Mm. I keep hearing his name. He's recently. honestly like powerful. He, his focus isn't spiritual in a sense, but a lot of it is connected to like using your third eye and things mm. like that like reframing your past and a lot of his teaching is like strength and mm. finding the courage in yourself mm. using techniques like that like using your third eye and visualization mm. yeah cool yeah i definitely kept hearing a lot of his quotes from my friends mm. and my friend did go to a seminar in vegas so i'll look up I'll, i i like this is a sign it'll go look him up more because yeah, been that's like the fourth time i've heard his name oh really in in a month so i'm oh, like wow. okay i'll i'll go check him out yes <laughs> um so i think we're reaching to 50 minutes or almost an hour uh-huh. yeah oh wow awesome. it's 58 minutes just kidding all right do you have anything else before i close it out <laughs> no oh yeah. thank you Yay. i think for me i'm a person of gratitude i always feel like it's important to just Same. start with gratitude and mm-hmm. with gratitude and I like where this conversation have like led us to yeah. it was fun yay yeah, yeah thank you for thank being you for here me. yeah and for coming out here taking the BART yes. <laughs> to come out here and um, where can we find you online and where can we find your book yes so on Instagram I'm jimmy.flora I have a website jimmyflora.com um, you find my book, The Unreality of Time, on Amazon, on Barnes & Noble's online, and yeah. Um, Jimmy yeah. with an I-E, oh, yeah, not J-I-M-M-I-E a Y. Oh yeah, J-I-M-M-I-E dot Flora, F-O-L-O-I-A, yeah. I, I mean, I'll, I'll put that in the description anyway, yeah. but just for anyone listening to the audio. Yay! Thanks for having me. Yay, no, thank you for being here and taking the time. I always, every time, I'm always like, thank you, because it's so important to express gratitude. Because without whatever ha- just happened, I could not be here. And True. you could, yeah, we could yeah. not just, and you wouldn't be listening to this and yada, yada, yada. <laughs> you would have been just sitting here by yourself. Like. I know, just talking to myself. <laughs> what if I have, well, I mean, essentially that's what I'm doing with my Wednesdays. <laughs> I just sit by myself and talk <laughs> to a camera. But yes, thank you again. And I'll see you next time. Actually, I think, all right, this is going to be me. This is going to be my last episode of season two mm. and I'm probably going to take a break because I'm focusing on my other project. Mm. So thank you for being my last episode yes. for the season. Yay. Thank you. Yay. All right. Now it's finally over. Like 
done. Good. Hit it in the recording. I guess yes. like, like, share, subscribe, comment, all that stuff. <laughs> 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 Bye. <laughs>